in a, the brook. What's the waterfall? The waterfall <laughs> in the forest? Because we escaped from the Yeti. The babbling brook? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah. We were held captive by a Yeti for a while, as anybody who follows us on Facebook may or may not have seen. Luckily, the Yeti had Wi-Fi, and we were able to broadcast and live tweet and Facebook our experiences. We have escaped, and now we are in a haunted forest. The Yeti likes wine. That's all I know. But you like wine. Yeti like wine. Stop it. Maybe Allison is the Yeti. Maybe she held us captive. Not quite. All right, you twisted our arm. <laughs> Welcome to Parababble. Hey, hey, people. We are back and ready to rock. I'm Rob. Get it? <laughs> ready to rock. Cup's here. And Allison's here. After the Yeti is not here anymore. After our kidnapping and hiatus from the air due to the elusive Yeti. Mm-hmm. Elusive. Well, we even got a picture of it. It's we have several Facebook pictures. Page. We have a couple pictures of them. Yeah, so all those people out there saying, oh, it's not real. We got pictures. Yeah. So deal with it. Yeah. Eat your heart out, whoever. Yeah. All right. So uh, now that we've escaped from the Yeti and we're reconvening and getting our thoughts together, what is our topic for today? We are going to talk about haunted forests. Oh, snap. But I also want to let everybody out there know. So um, the next episode after this is kind of going to be a little dark. The topic's a little darker. Um, but the episode after that that we are going to post is going to be epic. Epic? Yes. Yes. Epic. In epic. our tradition, we are doing another holiday special. Holiday specials! Is St. Patrick's really a holiday? Ouch! Oh, I'm sorry. That's just um, hurt. Uh, oh, wrong crowd. Never mind. Yes, it is. So what we are going to do, <laughs> just so everybody out there is aware, um, we are actually going to drink while we uh, do that episode in preparation for wonderful St. Patty's Day, mm. and we are going to post the drinking rules to the game that we are going to drink and continue to do the episode with, so that when you guys listen to it, you also can partake in the same drinking game that we used when we recorded it. Unless you're listening to this in your car Sweet. driving. Yes, then don't drink and drive. Or at work, but I guess you could at work, if you really want to hide it. I'm yes, right, there's vodka in that water bottle. Don't lie, everyone knows the truth. That's a good idea. I gotta try that. Yeah, right. They wouldn't know. You're quiet no, as it they is. Wouldn't. They would not know. I should really try. You this. don't talk at work, so you can't Nobody slur your you. words. Nobody I dare does. you. I double dog dare Nobody you. Nobody talks in my work. At double work. leprechaun you. Hmm. All right. All right. So that's a little bit of what's coming up. Um, as always, if you want to get a hold of us, get in touch with us. Parababblepodcast at gmail dot com. Yay. Where else can they reach us? Facebook. dot com slash parababble. <gasps> oh. Or. At Parabebel on Twitter. And you can also find all past and present episodes and future episodes on iTunes or Stitcher or Podbean. That's right. You can't get rid of us. We're everywhere, people. I like it. Okay. So should we get into this? We might as well. Haunted forests. Haunted forests? It's like haunted houses, but scarier because it's outdoors. I like it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll have to see how the episode goes. You're not into this topic? No, I'm into this topic. I think there's a lot of craziness out in these forests and what happens. Oh, there's a lot of craziness. There is so much research done on this that it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, just from my standpoint, I thought it was crazy. I just don't know how people vanish right off the face of the earth going poof, and then they're found like, you know, two hours later, 30,000 miles on the other side of a mountain. Parallel dimensions and demons. Bortles. Yeah, Gotta bring them up every episode. Demons plucking them out one by one. That's right. <laughs> Coming to get ya. Alright, so I, I take it we're attacking different haunted forests. Is that kind of what's going on? That's what I got. I mean... I mean, let's... I, I, well, I'll play fiddle on this, but... Who wants to give us the scarier haunted forest? Oh, let me see who's got the scariest haunted forest. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I got a, a couple different ones that okay, I just well. kind of touch on, because... Believe it or not, there's a lot of haunted forests. There is? There are. Evidently, there's like one on every corner. Well, wouldn't so, every forest be haunted? If, I guess so. By yourself? I mean, according to this list, almost every single one of them is. So, um, these are in no particular order of scariness. But, uh, the first one that I wanted to talk about is Devil's Tramping Ground. 
Ooh, North sounds Car- sexy. North Carolina. So, supposedly, and you can go online, you can actually look at pictures of this, um, but supposedly nothing will grow 40 feet around this circle in the middle of nowhere. That's interesting. I so, have a similar story. They have had forensic people go in and take soil samples and do all this, like, you know, testing. They can't figure out why nothing will grow. So, 40 feet around this circle of land, nothing grows. Um, Dogs won't go near it. A camper once reported that he saw two hunters talking to a man whose, quote-unquote, face looked like it was falling off. Did he just, like, look at the Ark of the Covenant recently? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So, they call it the Devil's Tramping Ground because people think that that's where the devil goes to party. Kind of interesting, huh? Well, what set me off as a red flag is if your animal doesn't want to go near something and they got some really keen senses, my bet would be, nah, I'm going to go the other way. Yeah, I would still go. Well, yeah, we would, definitely. But <laughs> for all the people out there listening, be safe about this. If your animal says no, you follow that animal the other way. But if you're like us, then you just don't give a shit. You're going to go through it. So another um, place is Epping Forest in England. And stop me if you guys have heard of these before. Um, but this is a forest that people report that they hear war drums. Um, there's this part of it called the Wake Arms Roundabout. And supposedly that's the most haunted part of this forest. Uh, and people report apparitions jumping out in front of cars to cause them to go off the road there. So kind so, of like our Hinsdale house. So those are intellectual spirits that are causing this to happen? Well, who knows? I mean, the same thing. We, it's not like we haven't heard of that before. I mean, you know, there's the whole story about him. Or it's just the happened. residual spirit coming out all the time. Yeah, or something evil trying to hurt or people. the other side of that Being fence. malicious. Um, Pinewoods Cemetery in New York. No, haven't heard of that. I know. We kind of want to go now, don't we? Pinewoods Cemetery. Yep. Pinewoods. Not to be confused with Pine Lawn, which is also... Did you hear the, the Long Island accent that just came out when I said lawn? Lawn. lawn. Um, so, like, my grandfather's actually buried at Pine Lawn, uh, but this is Pine Woods. So, people report dark figures following them, and they call um, part of it the Screaming Woods because they can supposedly hear people screaming. Um, locals say it's a gateway to hell. What cemetery isn't? I don't know. Evidently, this one's really bad. Um, the Pine Barrens in New Jersey. Mm. Jersey Devil. That's right. It's mm-hmm. the home to the Jersey Devil. The Pine Barrens are 1.1 million acres. Wow, that's insane. That is a lot of room for people to get funny. I didn't yeah. know New Jersey was that big. Yeah. Well, I think the Pine Barrens extends out of New Jersey. Oh. But it's mostly in that area. Jersey represents. That's a lot of area for things to be happening in. Um, Fenton State Forest. I'm sorry, Freetown State Forest in Massachusetts. Now, this is supposedly haunted by Native American spirits. Um, and the legend is that it will continue to be haunted by Native American spirits until the land is given back to Native Americans. So, um, it's 200 square miles. It's in eastern Massachusetts, and it's associated with the Bridgewater Triangle. Hmm. I've heard that today already. Right. Where did I hear that from? We were kind of talking about this earlier because I think that at some point we're going to do a show just on the Bridgewater Triangle. Um, but... This area has claims of UFOs, poltergeist, orbs, Bigfoot, giant snakes, and these wonderful things that I'm very intrigued to learn more about called Thunderbirds. 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 Um, There's also been mutilation of animals on the property there. Where is this again? This is in the eastern part of Massachusetts. It's called the Bridgewater Triangle. So it's very interesting, obviously, because that's a lot of the same stuff that we always hear when Mm -hmm. we hear these weird skinwalker ranch type places so we'll have to do some more research on that and uh find out what's going on there um of course the suicide forest in japan i'm going to talk a little bit more about that later um deering woods in england approximately 50 people have died in those woods like gotten lost not accounted for and I would so, imagine they're probably uh, professional hikers, amateur hikers, mm-hmm. uh, just people who want to come out and say, hey, let's go for a hike today. It's nice out. Because 
let's face it over where did you say that was England that one's in England yes. yeah it always rains over there so what the hell sunny day you're going to the forest no wonder you're gonna get lost right you don't have to do in the light yeah. <laughs> it's foggy you lose your trail it's a seat yep uh, Bluff Mountain in Virginia heard of it Bluff Mountain Forest yep. so over a um, hundred years ago a little boy lost his life on the top of Bluff Mountain and a marker was placed there in his memory and people still report seeing a little boy all around the area so supposedly very haunted that could be that, it could have been a tragic death and that's why people see him because he doesn't know where to go you know that whole you know violent death your spirits taken from you you're trapped and you just kind of repeat yourself there so that could be a little bit of you know that going on ghost wise robinson woods in illinois um so people hear drums they hear the sound of axes chopping into trees which is very interesting sounds very residual Mm -hmm. they see lights and orbs in that forest also robinson woods in illinois and then down Dow Hill in India, which I believe was even on like a like a destination truth at one point, um, but supposedly people see headless figures wandering the woods. And there's a high school, an old abandoned high school that's not far from this woods, and supposedly the high school itself is very haunted too. So, kind of interesting. Hmm. Oh, go on. I didn't want to interrupt you there. No, just... that's okay. So the last one that I have on this list is um, a very haunted forest in Romania. Yes. Yes. What do you know about that place, Rob? I know a lot about that place. What is, what is it? What can you tell us? Okay, I'll dig into it. Um, it's called, and this is going to be another fun time of me trying to pronounce foreign names, uh, Hoi Baku Forest, H-O-I-A-B-A-C-I-U. Hoi Bako. Hoi Bako. Which does not sound Romanian at all. Yeah, it's in Romania, apparently in the Transylvania region. It's a very small forest. It's only one square mile. So, not very big. But it's also known as the Bermuda Triangle of Transylvania. Uh, the forest itself was named after a Baki, which is a sheep herder, who, according to stories... This sheep herder went uh, into the forest one day with a herd of 200 sheep, and he was never seen again. Um, I looked into this as much as I could, and I could not find any specific date or information on this, other than it's just a story that's been passed around in Romania. So more like urban legend? Yeah, probably, but I mean, that's how the forest has its name, so I'd imagine it's quite old. Um, But anyway, what goes on in this forest is just about anything you can think of. Uh, there's reports of apparitions, disembodied voices, uh, laughter, mysterious orbs of light, um, people report having objects being thrown around, uh, people have been attacked by unseen forces, they feel cold, they have electric shocks, they have uh, burns, scratches, nosebleeds, uh, and over 1,000 people have vanished there over the years. And again, this is only one square mile. One square mile. One square mile, and over a thousand people have disappeared in there. And most of them have never been seen again. Now here's a crazy, crazy story that goes along with it. But again, I don't have a specific date or any specifics on this as much as I tried digging into it. There's one case where a five-year-old girl vanished in the forest, and she was later found five years later in the same area, wearing the same exact clothing, with absolutely no memory of any time passing. Hmm. Abduction. Parallel dimensions. Yep. Portals to other other realms. Did um, she 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 had no recollection of what happened whatsoever. No recollection of what happened whatsoever. And she looked exactly the same. Yeah, that's what I tried to really dig into and find more information about, but I couldn't. I wanted to know like did she age at all? I mean that would have been a pretty significant uh yeah. Aging for How five old was she? Old. She was five when she went missing, five years later. And then they refound her ten. at ten. Yeah. So did she look like a ten-year-old, or did she still look like a five-year-old? They said that she was wearing the same clothing, so I'd imagine she would have outgrown that quite a bit by mm-hmm. by the time she was ten. Sounds like a plot to a TV show. It does. Oh, wait. It is. No, <laughs> no it really is. I have this in my notes here. Um, <laughs> but there was a couple other people that were found, but they were dead. They were found, and apparently they had committed suicide. 
Um, the forest has strange electro electromagnetic anomalies that mess with compasses and other electro electronic devices. So nobody could explain this at all. And there's also a dead zone in this forest too, just like the one in was it North Carolina? Mm -hmm. And it's like a perfect circle somewhere in the forest where absolutely nothing will grow. And there's actually very high levels of EMF in this circle, in particular. So people around here, they report feelings of nausea, dizziness, feelings of being watched, panic, anxiety, fear, missing time. So a lot of those feelings kind of go along with EMF sensitivity that we deal with with our paranormal investigation sometimes. If there's high levels of EMF, we could use this to explain away their claims of paranormal do you activity. Think, do you think any of this, especially with <clears throat> the place you're at with the, the circle, mm -hmm. Allison, and with your what you're describing, this one-mile one radius, do you think there was any government testing done there to give off? I don't know. I mean, I this is possible. Romania. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe what kind of... Not in well, Romania, but maybe, maybe, not. In, maybe in North Carolina. Yeah. I mean, there has to be some type of solution or idea behind it. I mean, even a, a starting base, you know, if... Uh, you know, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> People are seeing um, apparitions and ghosts and all those different things that we see. We can see when we go ghost hunting. Sometimes, you know. I mean, if I slap a building up on any one of these properties, I'm going to see that shit in my building. So, can it just be the whole, the whole land thing? Is it a, a you know, like yours, Rob? That's that's a like I said, it's a stretch. You're in Romania. I mean, how much, yeah. how much was really going on back then? If you, versus a place in the United States where you know there's all kinds of agencies here that uh, do testing. And yeah, I mean, I think this the craziest part about this Romanian forest is the fact that it's so small, one square mile, and over a thousand people have gone missing. Now, if you get lost in this forest, do you think if you just start walking in one direction, eventually you're gonna find your way out of there since it's so small? It's one square mile. Yeah, you it, you could literally run from one half to the other in fifteen minutes if you yeah needed to. So it's almost acting like a Bermuda Triangle in a sense. Yeah, well, that's what they call it—the Bermuda Triangle of Transylvania. Um, Every time you see Transylvania, it just makes me think of Dracula. Yep, exactly. Ah ah ah! Dracula's responsible. Uh, there there are some. I mean, the missing time thing is the strange thing because that's not. A symptom of EMF sensitivity. Mm -mm. You don't lose track of time. Like you, people have reported like missing a few minutes to an hour or whatever. And um, the other big thing about this is there are many reports of UFO sightings. So possible Electro magnetic forces at yeah. work. I mean, you're dealing with EMF and you're dealing with UFO sightings. And actually, the back in the late '60s, there were some of what people consider some of the most impressive UFO photos ever taken by a guy named Emil Bernea in 1968. Of course it was 1968. Yes, but he took these pictures, and he was a construction tech in the Army. And I will try and remember to post these on our Facebook page so that everybody could see them. So it's a hotbed for UFO sightings, and it just made me think of, like, the X-Files, because I swear that they've covered, like, everything that... Goes along with like a plot of the X Files. Well, that's interesting <laughs> you say that too, because I just read an interview with Chris Carter, the writer, and um, he says for the last whatever 15, 20 years that they've been off the air, he writes stories down and he gets them every day out of papers, and that's where he gets his ideas from. So if this stuff pops up in some little Romanian paper or some blurb somewhere on the internet, you know, he's getting this idea. So yeah. It definitely does sound like, you know, X-Files stuff. Yeah. Well, that new show that just came out on Hulu, 112263, or 112363. Yeah. Have you seen this show no. yet? Well, there's only been one episode on um, so far, but it's J.J. Abrams and Stephen King co-producing it. Oh, yeah, it. okay. And it's all about this. So basically, it's a portal that somebody finds, and they can go into time, and it's always the same exact day when you go through. But when you come back, no matter how long you're there... It's only two minutes here. 
So the whole premise of the show is that the guy's got to go back to try to stop the assassination of JFK. So nice. when he goes through, it's like, you know, that same day in like 1960, whatever it is, mm-hmm. three years before. And, you know, he's got to try to like find out what happened and stop it from happening. But it's just interesting because you got to think that some those ideas got to come from somewhere. Exactly. So when you talk about, you know, people missing time or portals and, you know, things like that, I mean, it's like nothing is new. Everything Mm-mm. comes from somewhere. Yeah, I mean, there's there's also a couple other theories about what might be going on in this forest. Three other theories. Two of them are batshit crazy. One of them is kind of interesting. Yeti? No, no, no. it's not the Yeti. No, this is, this <laughs> is government conspiracy? It's not to better Canada. I'm back. <laughs> demons. No, actually, oddly enough, not. No demons, demons no in the demons forest. No, not in this forest, anyway. Um, people say it's a possible portal to another dimension, of course. It's always a explanation for anything. Right. And also, and here's a really interesting theory that we've never heard before. There are portals that are left behind by the Atlantean civilization. Ah, shit. From Atlantis. Like Aquaman or something like that. Aquaman, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Where do people come up with this shit? I don't know. Like, who sits around and they're like, I got it! Ding! Like, light bulb goes off. Yeah. Remember that city, Atlantis, that got taken over and went under? Mm -hmm. People survived. They opened up a portal in... A one-mile square area in Romania. Meanwhile, that guy's in the basement scratching his nuts in his underwear, coming up with all these grand schemes. I got this one. Uh, all right. Aquaman rolls in, but he lays a road down, you see. Stones. It didn't take that long because he had, like, this modern way of moving boulders. He yeah. built the pyramids while he was at it? All uh, his, that all was his alternate all team. All he had to do was talk to the sharks and the dolphins and do all the work for him. Uh, it Although was actually land, Flipper. Yeah. It was Flipper. Yeah. It's so crazy. <laughs> so crazy. There's not even a shred of possibility in there anywhere. Well, that's the beauty of the internet. Yeah. Are you saying Aquaman's fake? Hold up. We didn't say that. Yeah, okay. I'm saying this okay. Atlantean theory is... Yeah, that's got to go out the window. Yeah. Aquaman, I mean, come on. Mermaids yeah, could everybody exist. Knows. Everybody yeah. knows. people could exist. Mermers. Mermen. You've seen the documentary. Yes. <laughs> I actually take I, I like that. It's true. <laughs> okay. So there's one other theory. And this Is this one, the one that you actually might buy into? This one's grounded in okay. scientific fact. Okay. Oh, there are real scientists left. I guess so. Infrasound is causing all of this to happen. Okay. So, for anyone who doesn't know, infrasound is frequencies of sound that occur in frequencies lower than what we can physically hear normally with our human ears. No. Not low enough? No, I don't think you could physically do it. If, oh. I, if I could... I'm do doing it, it right now. If I could... There you go. Now everybody listening just went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, people. Get out yeah. your dog whistles. <laughs> So, I mean, infrasound can cause some strange effects on people. Um, it can make them go crazy or do all sorts of weird things, uh, not be in their right mind. So I've it's... heard about the government experimenting with yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. The Nazis, I think, did it too. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually explain, like, you know, you'd find, they would find, like, all those uh, abandoned ships back in the olden days, like mm-hmm. pirate ships or yep. whatever, just completely abandoned, like there'd be... Meals on the table, everything looked untouched, everybody's just missing. They go to find out, or at least a theory behind that is infrasound, uh, the waves in the ocean caused a certain frequency to go off and make everybody go crazy. They just got up and threw themselves overboard, they didn't know what they were doing. So, people are saying that's what's going on in this forest, especially given the weird dead zone, the the high levels of BMF. We need to do a Um, show just on infrasound. Yeah, because I have, you just made me think of a couple of questions here well, along yeah. with this. I've even heard of stories that the frequency is so insane that it causes people's internal organs to explode. Yeah. Like, stuff like that yeah. happening. Like, really crazy things. Yeah, and I mean, it's a, it's a very solid scientific theory. But uh, then the other thing here in my note is, it's possible, but how does it explain all of the disappearances? I mean... Even if it costs someone to go crazy and kill themselves in the forest, how are none of these people that are missing have been found in such a small area in the forest? It's one square mile where a thousand people have gone missing. 
And just a handful of people have been found there. Maybe the vibration is so crazy that people just explode. Well, you'd think you'd find some remains then at Clothes, least. Clothes, sneakers, glasses. Or they Spontaneous combustion. Well, again, then you'd find you'd have to burn. fire, burn marks, something. There'd be some of it that's left behind. Maybe that's why nothing grows in that. It's been burned. Not, nothing grows in there? Nothing grows. So, say you did have the infrasound working, and, you know, boom, you're dead. Uh, animals come in? No? Could it vaporize you? I don't know, maybe. Maybe if they, like, implode, like, they explode from the inside, they just... just that's, kind of like... that's some Star Trek shit right there, man. Exactly. That was pretty heavy. I don't know. I like it. <laughs> I like it's, it. It's hard to explain it over a podcast because I'm doing all these hand motions. Like Rob is clutching get, his hands. They get sucked in for themselves. And then they're Melting! Yeah. I mean, who knows, though? I mean, molecules, your body's made up of, you know, mostly water. I mean, who knows? Like, the pressure? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, who knows? But even then, like, if that was what was going on, you'd think there'd be some witnesses of... Hey, I was Especially just, uh, in a mile radius, or people just yeah, don't I mean, even pay attention to this anymore. Well, either they're too afraid to go in, so no one even comes near it. So it's like a dead zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No or, one goes... you know, you get your your frat boy idiots that are like, you know, Drink crushing it. beer cans <laughs> on their heads like, well, let's go in the woods, man. Oh, you mean like the Ghost Adventures crew who actually went in there? Oh! <laughs> Did they? Yeah. Would they get out of there? Um, I think one of their cameramen got attacked. He did. I saw the episode, the clip. I had to was watch Was that just it. recently? The, was it a new one? Or was that a while ago? I was throwing up in my mouth the whole time I was watching it. So it was true? No. <laughs> None of that crap is true. And don't even get me started on that whole crew, considering that, you know, it just had to sell the most haunted house in the world and demolish it. That's so no one else, Allison, would go through this. That's, Bullshit. That's so it'll make a nice ending to their documentary. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's, that's gonna... so no one else could go in there and prove that there was nothing in it. That's the whole other side of that theory. Yeah. Wow, we just went on a quick tangent there. Well, you know how it is. When oh, absolutely. The, the Z-Man. Anyway. The Z-Man. <laughs> the Jeff Man gets, gets a little upset. <laughs> His ears and eyes start twitching. Oh, no. And you're even wearing your Zach I Love You t-shirt today. We're still going to bother you about it. <laughs> Did you, see, did you happen to see the Zach Baggins um, Valentine's card that we posted for Valentine's Day? <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was just for you. you did I see, see it? it? Oh, I'll have to. Probably, Facebook probably didn't show you. I've, seen I've been, it. you know, like I've been under the weather, so I haven't really been on. Oh my god! I Facebook. I'll have to track that down. That's why I posted. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh, much love, guys. Thanks. Oh, you don't mean that sincerely? Oh. <laughs> well, you know what? If I would have believed it if it hadn't been from them. I mean, honestly, if it was from anybody else and that experience happened, I would have actually been like, okay, maybe that's a possibility. But because I know so much junk about things that have happened. Shows and how they have to promote. And especially theirs. Mm -hmm. um, You know, Rolling Hills and other places that they've been to that, you know, they claim certain things. Exactly. Um, It kind of discredited it right off the bat for me. But if that was just a regular, you know, person, like group that had gone in there and that had happened, I probably would have been like, wow, that's pretty crazy. It's like they automatically make it cheesy and unbelievable just because of who they are. And you're saying there's no forest there per se? There is forest in a mile. Actually, yeah, there is forest. Or is it like... Does it look like Chernobyl where it's all barren? Actually, there are forests, but if you look online, you might have actually even seen pictures of this forest. Because it's that forest with the weird trees that are, like, curved. They grow in a curve. It looks really creepy. I'll post pictures of that, too. They look like, almost like reverse seas. Gotcha. Gotcha. Like, they bend funny and come, like, like, like And that's how that forest sits kind of now, right? Looks like a Tim Burton movie. Yeah. Okay, so why are those trees bent again? No one really knows. Well, this is some bullshit. They just grew that way. Something weird's going on in that forest. Like, something not safe, like, physically, scientifically. Whether it be aliens or high levels of EMF or infrasound. Or a serial killer that just goes in there and kills people and drags the bodies out because it's so easy because people keep going in there like idiots. Or Aquaman. But yeah. Who has the time to do that in butt-ass Romania? Is that right? Right? Romania? Mm -hmm. There's nothing going on, right? Romania! I mean, what do they do? They walk around with their cattle in the streets and stuff like that. You know, so now you got this place in the middle of here that's just 
why, <clears throat> I think my question is, why that place? Why a one-mile square that all these legends and, and shit is coming out that, you know, everything is nuts. You're seeing your aliens, your ghosts, you know, people are committing suicide. Maybe there's some uh, sound waves that are melting people. Well, I, mean, I really like the whole um, infrasound idea because that's come up a couple of other things too, like Roanoke. You know, when that whole entire colony disappeared. And then oh. everything was left yeah. as is. Like, weird stuff like that. And the pirate ships, I think, was, like, connected to that when I first heard about yeah. infrasound. So, I mean, that's a possibility. And for me to say that, I mean, you know, I'm the first one to be, like, call bullshit. You know, mm-hmm. that's... Mm-hmm. But that's a, that's got scientific theory behind it. And there's been enough experimentation done with it to know that it really does cause people to do crazy freaking things. I mean, who knows, you know? It could cause you to lose your memory, maybe. You know, we don't know what the possibilities are, what it could physically do to a human being and their body. But supposedly, it makes people, like, insane. Yeah. And it's so disturbing. Like, if they put those sound waves through, you, it, like, people have said that they feel like their body clenches up and they can't. It's, like, debilitating. So are you saying this could be a natural infrasound happening within the Earth? It's It could be. It, it, I mean, going by what uh, the other things that are going on in this forest with the dead zone and the high levels of EMF, it could be. So it's just occurring. wiping out well, a yeah, spot. I mean, it, would be, it would be naturally occurring. I mean, there wouldn't be anybody there with like a big infrasound boombox. So if we think. were to take that theory, that would you know, right. almost... Who knows? Maybe there's like a cavern underneath and it's amplified or something. I mean, yeah. there could be any possibility to that happening. But that's what's crazy about it is that it's le- it could be legit. Right. Out of all the things that we talk about... It could really be legit. <laughs> Even like the UFOs, because who knows? Maybe they can pick up on, you know, sound waves that we can't. Or, you know, there's a reason why they're drawn there. How these stories get... Do we know how these stories are getting back? Are survivors? Well, I mean, the people that go missing, I mean, obviously it's probably family members being like, oh... So it could be folklore there. You know. Oh, they know not to go there, but they must have went there, you know. I mean, there's... There's actual people that have gone missing, so I mean. No, right, but how did how did these these stories get back that people are seeing this stuff in this area? Well, not everyone that goes in there disappears. <coughs> I mean, Excuse but me. But people that go in there do experience these things, and then they get out and survive, obviously. So we do have survivors. Oh yeah. Did you get one on the horn for tonight's show? No, my room. Do they speak Romanian? Romanian. Language. We don't know what they speak. Yeah. But if you think about it, I mean, that forest has probably been there for a thousand years. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, it's Romania. I mean... So how many people, you know, when did they start grow. keeping track? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, how many people legit go missing every year there? And then how many people go into the forest, I'm using air quotes here, and never come back because it's easy to say that that's what happened to somebody to make them disappear if you know the legend. Yeah. So, like, a Romanian mob hit? Yeah. Boop! Or, like, you know, I don't know. Your girlfriend really makes you angry. <laughs> Pissed off. Hey, let's go to the park this weekend, babe. Yeah. Let's go for a nice walk in the woods and have a picnic. Yeah, I got a shovel, too. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. We're going to go look. We're going to treasure tr- uh, You know, but I'm sure hunts. that there's parts of that, that, you know, the whole thing that happens there because it's, that's what it's known for. So I'm sure that people take advantage of that to a certain extent. Well, absolutely. It's it's just like your suicide forest out in where Japan. Yep. You know, these people are, <clears throat> they're going off out there to whatever the cause may be to kill themselves. Um, but in doing that, it, it opens up a perfect scenario for someone who wants to get rid of somebody. Oh, yeah. Knock them out, hang them, whatever, just, they're gone. Now you have the perfect alibi. I think the culture probably plays a role in that, though, too. If oh, absolutely. It, like, Romania is steeped in that you know, supernatural yeah. culture. So you, you say the name Romania, and you start going, Ooh. Right. you know, it's not Werewolves, even gypsies. Right. Yeah. Dracula. It's like everything has gone through there. I know. When I had my um, genetic testing done through ancestry.com and mm-hmm. it came back that we had Romanian in us, I was all excited. Cause I was like, that explains it all. <laughs> Cause that's what you think. You think gypsies and, you know, and supernatural things yeah. and, you know, all those kinds of things just uh, because the, the tradition is so vast. Never going camping with Allison, just so you know. Yeah. You might not come back. I might not come back. But, I didn't want to say that out loud, though. Yeah. But on the split side of that, you know, you look at Japan where people are generally more reserved. You know, they don't talk about feelings. They don't... They hide their shame. Yeah. If they're like shame, they, take them, they try to take well, themselves out of the picture. Yeah. 
So it makes sense that they would go out into the woods to do that rather than in their living room. Yeah, actually, I've read a bit on, I read a couple, or no, just one book on Japan. That, sure, like, which one? One, it two, was ten. called... <laughs> He's like debating. I'm uh, trying to remember like, where, where this is coming from, this information, where if I can like, spit out a legitimate source. Last night I was dreaming? No, there was a, a book, it was called, I think it was Tokyo Vice. Oh, Tokyo Vice. Some American. It was an American reporter working in Japan for many years, and he talked about like how suicide is such a big thing over there. And if you go on like um, the Amazon.com's uh, Japan site, mm-hmm. Amazon probably JP, I think it was what it would be, and you look at the top books for Japan, how to kill yourself is like in the top ten, like a uh, how-to guide on how to commit suicide. It's well, right up there. It's like a huge thing. And I know another, this didn't come from this book, but I read it somewhere else where um, the suicide is such a prevalent thing there that in the subway station, people were just like throwing themselves in front of the subway cars. At some point, the government had to step in and said, if you jump in front of a subway train car and kill yourself, your next of kin is responsible for the cleanup because it was getting so out of hand. They had to throw that in there. There's some in there. Yeah. I mean, but if... if... Like you said, it's steeped in such cultural belief. And well, yeah, I mean, you have a culture that, for the most part, has been pretty closed off to things like technology, and you know. Well, they make the technology there. Well, they do now, but they didn't always. Yeah. And when you think about how fast that transition happened from like having nothing like that to all of a sudden having everything, that people have like lost their sense of reality in some ways like there's been like a lot of stuff that's been done about it right talked about because it's really difficult to you know understand how people feel when no one talks about it and no one deals with it but the other side of that is that you know you lose what your purpose is because there's technology that can do everything yeah now this is a country where in the 40s during world war ii i mean they were still doing the tradition of fighting to the death for their emperor. They were, like, right. stabbing themselves in the stomach with their samurai swords if they failed. Right. So, Don't you think some of it's just legend? Like, ah, oh, shit, I'm depressed. I want out of here. I'm going to the suicide forest. Well, Rob is yeah. totally right about the suicide manual. Um, like, that's, like, an actual real thing. And not only does it tell you how to do it, it tells you the ways to do it by yourself. And then there's even a pain scale in there. So it tells you which is the most lethal forms and then which is the most painless to do. And they have found copies. <laughs> they found copies of this manual in the suicide forest, like next to bodies. It's really prevalent. So, yeah, I don't know. I just, you know, you look at it, you see, oh, these people have problems, okay? And it, it, it could be, you know, the depression. It could be psychological. It could be cultural. It could be steamed in so many different things. But why would you drive yourself? Why would you drive yourself all the way? To the bottom of what's what's the mountain that it's at? One of the biggest mountains in the world. Mount Fuji. Fiji. Why would you just go there and say, you know what, I'm going to off myself? Uh, that's where everybody else does it. You know, why don't you just, you know, take a few pills, go lay in the bathtub, and call it a night? Because they don't want to do it where anybody can see them. It's like a shameful kind of thing. And they shameful? Don't, want, they don't they realize the suicide's shameful? No. No, not in their culture, and they don't want to inconvenience other people. So we're the only ones that realize the suicides in our culture that it's it, it's been. Americans are so different, though. We are a little offbeat, like, but we are like our emotions are right out there. We say what we think. We you know live very emotional. Yeah. We're on our sleeve. We I mean, live everything on our sleeve. A lot of cultures do not do that, and that's frowned upon in a lot of cultures. Really, and again, so, yeah. you got to go back and remember, like I said before, how they used to. Kill themselves with their samurai swords. I forget what the name of the term Haiku, was. Haikiro. Haikiro, yeah. They yeah, used to do like that, that, and that was considered an extremely honorable thing back then. So, I mean, that's the culture that, that that's where they're coming from. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't know. I still just see a, a sense of their young, youthful saying, yeah, I'm out of here. I, I, I need to do this. And it has a little bit of esteem to it. Because... Obviously, there's going to be suicides that aren't there. It might be a whole new generation of uh, people out there. But I, I, I don't know. I think it's a cultural swing. And even though I read the stories about it, and, you know, you have all different ages. Well, it's also, you know, returning your body back to the earth. You know, if you do that in a place like that, when your body disintegrates and, you know, goes away, I mean, it's going back to the earth. So if you think about it in that way, too, you know, from a spiritual standpoint... Makes sense. 
Okay. You know? So, I mean, do we yeah. want to talk a little bit about the suicide forest since we're kind of on the topic now? Yeah, do you have fine. anything else about the Transylvania Romanian forest? No, that just about covers it. So we're going with sound waves. Sound waves or aliens? Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So the suicide forest in Japan, um, it's located at the base of Mount Fiji. It's the most popular suicide destination in Japan. Um, they found they find on average about a hundred bodies a year there. Now the really messed up thing is that when you first walk in and throughout the forest, there's signs that try to talk you out of committing suicide. So, okay, so the governments or people who, or even the people that uh, spiritual people that are the, they say, look, this is not the way to do it. This is not the way. It's okay. So they're getting their help, or at least their last right. So glimmer. They actually show you like you know, there's a really good documentary on Vice Doc. Um, you know, that's done about the forest. And one of the signs, like in quotes, it says, your life is a precious gift from your parents. Please think about your parents, siblings, and children. Don't keep it to yourself. Talk about your troubles. Exactly. So those are posted all throughout the forest to get people to stop, you know, to try to like think. And there's like suicide hotline information Mm -hmm. everywhere. So one of the really interesting things about the forest is that there's tape everywhere throughout the forest. Tape. Tape. Because as people are going through and they go off the paths that are in the forest, they use these lines of tape and they tape them to trees. So if they decide that they're going to change their mind at some point, they have a way back. They can follow the tape back out. So if you see any pictures or you see the documentary, there's tape in some parts of the forest. It's like everywhere. It's so thick you can't even like walk through different parts of it. Um, nooses all over the place. Um, things nailed to trees. They find bodies with the suicide manual around. Um, there's a theory that there's a Buddhist monk that haunts the forest. Um, a Buddhist monk that haunts? Why would he yep. haunt? That he convinces people to, He's, to Okay, do this. it's a good omen. Yeah. So some of the really interesting things um, is that the workers that find the bodies... And they have to go out. They go out in you know different times of the year. They have volunteers that basically go and comb the forest for do the these little bodies. grid map and try to find right. So sometimes the workers they basically take them to a building on the grounds when they do find them. You know any kind of remains, no mm-hmm. matter what state they're in. Um, and sometimes the workers have to stay with the corpses overnight because Japan has a superstition that if somebody dies by suicide, if they are left alone, their corpse can get up and wander. So imagine having that job where, you know, you found two or three bodies that week. You're it. Good job, by the way. You're going to be the one that stays there. (laughs) You're in-house tonight. So Zombie watch. Yeah, literally. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, So we talked a little bit about the manual, 11 methods. um, Uses a rating system for effectiveness and painlessness. What's the number one way? I didn't read it. And actually, it's kind of hard to get a hold of the manual. Um, I would imagine. Like, you know, people have said that they've tried to locate it, like, on Amazon in the U.S., um, eBay, things like that. You can't get it. Although, I did find some mention that there was one site where you can get a translation of it in English. But, to be honest with you, like, after seeing the cover of it and reading this stuff, I really had no desire to... Really? You can go on the deep internet and we can probably find all this stuff for you. The dark web. The dark web. So, people tend to get lost in there, but the really interesting thing about the forest is that it's got super high levels of magnetic iron, because it was actually built on, um, like, the forest grew up on um, a lava field. Okay. So, they had a volcano eruption, coated the whole entire area, the forest grew up through that. So, the ground is full of iron, magnetic iron, which causes GPS to go haywire, compasses to go haywire, um, cell phones... So if you get lost there... You're without tape or something, some identification marks, right. you're pretty much screwed. I did right. hear that because there's so many ways to get into that place, and once it gets dark, or you're screwed. Yeah. I mean, even some of the best, you know... Now, they have cameras set up all over the place there now. So they watch who goes in and out. They don't sell anything within a 10-mile radius of the forest that could be used to assist people. So no painkillers, no rope, no nothing. Within 10 miles of yep. that place. They won't sell anything that has to do. So with you them. have to you have to trudge pretty far. Mm-hmm. You really got to think about it then, really, because you got to come there prepared. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So they're making they're making you think in every possible form. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, this is this isn't right. Right. Hmm. 
I, uh, you know, I still, I, I think it's, I don't know, status, cultural, um, depression. Uh, I think it's a big mix of it. But, you know, also, like you said, you know, you could probably go to your, your place. This is your resting place. I'm going to go here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone else is doing it. Boom. You know. Well, there is, like, some theories behind, you know, I guess there was a book written, like, a long time ago about a couple that went into those particular woods and they killed each other. They killed themselves together. So people, like, that's the, you know, romanticism of it. Is that people the Romeo read the and book, Juliet they want to go yeah. and do the same thing. Right. So, I mean, there's some reasons why it started happening in the first place. Mm-hmm. But because now that it's become such a issue, they are stepping up the patrols more and more to go and, like, comb the woods for people because they're trying to prevent it from happening. And, you know, they're onto it now. I mean, they know that this is what the majority of people are coming there to do. So if they see a car in the parking lot that's been there for right. and a little bit of time. Right, and I did see something that you know, after a few days, you know, it's one of two things. Either right. you're trying to get off yourself or you're really lost. Right. And so why would you want to go it, trooping through there in the first place? How much of it is that it's really haunted versus... Right. And it could be very haunted. I don't know. I kind of feel like yeah. the Romanian uh, microwave sounds. forest is probably more legit as a haunted forest yeah. than the suicide forest. I mean, I can see residual things going on there, especially given the suicide tra- trauma and high emotions of all those people going there to kill themselves. Well, that's just it, too. You know, the, the whole suicide victim thing and leaving your spirit or your ghosts um, wherever you're at. You got a lot. You got a lot of negativity in that forest, you know. So it's got to be ominous just stepping into it and then, you know, going. All right, a, a normal rational person walking in there would probably feel the heaviness of the, the that forest, but to someone who's on a different page or, or is not thinking straight and they think that their life is worth nothing and they want out, you know what? They might just be comfortable with that, and that's the way to do it. But. Well, the forest is beautiful. I mean, if you've seen pictures, it's pretty impressive. But they also said that um, people tend to get lost there because of the fog. Like, the fog happens to be really, really dense at certain times of the year, certain times of the day, and it's very easy for people to get lost. Anywhere in the research, did you see about how many people go missing? Or how many people have been... They find about 100 bodies a year. And that's probably not everything. No, that's what they find. Because the forest is so so vast, they can't... There's no way that the volunteers can go through every single part of the forest. That's why they find them in various states, you know, depending on how long they've been there. Well, imagine, I mean, you think every day you have to come in the same way. You have to come in on an edge. You know, how far can you get into that forest? You know, hey, instead of starting on the outer perimeter, let's go, let's go 10 miles in and work our way back. You don't know how far people have gone in there. Right. Or anything like that. So, <coughs> excuse me. Uh it, it could probably be a lot more. The numbers could be bigger. Oh, I'm sure that they probably are. <coughs> so. But again, you know, is it really haunted? Is it not? I mean, is it just the idea of what it is? You know, if, yeah. if you're going to say that that's haunted, then every battlefield that's ever existed is haunted. Yeah. Well, every place there's ever that. been a tragedy is, is haunted. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. It's definitely haunted. But in a forest, the energy is not contained. It's not like in a building. So what you're saying is the energy doesn't leave a building? I think it probably lingers more because there's more things for it to be attached to. You know, whether it's quartz or limestone or... So as a spirit, do you believe... Objects, people. Mm -hmm. Whereas a forest, it's just like, oh, there's just trees here. Mm -hmm. I mean, granted, they have a strong emotional attachment to it since that's where they died, but... Well, what about other spirits moving freely... In and out uh, from place to place. I mean, I guess it's possible, but, you know, it depends on what theory you have as to what happens when people die, because why would you want to go and haunt a forest? Why wouldn't you want to go watch a Yankee game? Or, (laughs) you know, scare the crap out of somebody who's trying to move into your house. What about, since suicide, um, there's different ways to go. Let's take something, something, uh... Not violent, but quick. So say somebody does hang themselves versus taking pills. Pills, you're going to fall asleep gently. You're going to drift off. That's not a violent way to go. You break your neck hanging yourself. 
boom, <clears throat> now you're stuck. Your spirit is, air quotes, stuck there um, to haunt. So there could be lots of that going on too. I mean, there's so many theories, obviously, you know, it, it, it comes down to, it's a, a crapshoot. Mm-hmm. But I think with so many, I think with your negativity and the energy that goes into it, it pulls itself and it probably just feeds itself too. And if all these people keep going into this forest... I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a feeding well, zone. Well, I mean, the Hollywood version of this is that people go in, I mean, you know, there's a movie about this particular forest. People go in and they never come back out. But that's not really true because they find the bodies. So one or two things happens. Either you go in and you do come back out. Right. Or you go in, you kill yourself, and you die there. But you're not disappearing. People are found. People are found all the time. How about the Romanian forest, then? Right. Is that you've got a thousand people have just disappeared, vanished out of thin air. In a much, much smaller space. Right. But in in this forest, you know, in the suicide forest, people are finding bodies all the time. I mean, the documentary that is up there is, you know, maybe only, I don't know, 18, 17, 18 minutes long. But they find a body just from walking around just to get a documentary. Yeah, I mean, you figure if they're finding 100 bodies a year, that's just what they're finding. Right. That's like someone killing themselves every four days or so. Yeah. And you got to think that, you know, bones get buried. I mean, it's a forest. You know, decompensation happens. Who knows? Bodies could have could have gotten drugged further but in. But one of the things you know? that I think is really weird about the suicide forest is that there's not a lot of wildlife there. Like people say that you don't see... Animals. And it's very quiet. You don't see creatures. You don't see things like that. So what would be the cause of that? I don't know. It's kind of odd. Especially because you think, like, not to be super gruesome, but there's a food source. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But you think, like you said earlier, um, <clears throat> at one of the places that the dogs won't go near that circle. Mm-hmm. So their animal animal sense, their keen sense is saying, there's, yeah, there's some shit bad. going on here. Mm-hmm. So that same, that, that, you know, you could have a fox or whatever or bears. Why aren't they going in there? Is, is it something with the land? Is it something that's, maybe that is truly something there that is dark and haunting and negative and oppressive that, you know, all right, animals are like, you know what, I'm going to go eat like field mice versus humans or, you know, whatever's in that forest. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely possible. Because animals' instinct is to eat. To survive. If there's food, they're going to eat that. I'm, I'm sorry. That's... So, yeah, there's the magical, superficial side of that where it's like, ooh, what's going on here? Is there a reason? And then there's, you know, a little more scientific. You can go with it. I'm going there to kill myself. That's all there is to it. Um, maybe it's just like an omen or something that people just, things don't go there. I mean, animals or stuff like that doesn't go in there. I don't know. That's... uh that's crazy. And you, you're right. You're right. Your, your place over there in Romania, all one mile. Yeah, one square mile. You should be able to see everything that's happening. I know. I'm you way should... more intrigued by that than like any <clears throat> of know, the other stuff insane. that I read. Things are just... You like, could sit there with a pair of binoculars and watch things disappear in infrared if you wanted to. I mean, if a thousand people are lost in this place, like you should be able to go into this in such a small area and find bodies everywhere. And what's crazy, too, is that you hear all these other stories about, you know, the screaming woods and war drums and all these things happening. Well, where are the audio recordings? Yeah. If it's that prevalent, anybody should be able to go sit down with a, you know, audio recorder and pick up this stuff. Right. And and in this type of field, in we'll call it a supernatural field, right? Mm-hmm. There's, that, that's the biggest problem we have when we run into this stuff, lack of evidence. Sure-footed right. evidence. But, Sure-footed Jesus. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I mean, audio recording is the most prevalent of all right. things that people get. Right. And if that's really what's happening on the on a regular basis, you got to figure that you know people would have caught that at some point by now. Yeah. Even well, our intention isn't to say, "Hey, you know what? Let's go over suicide forest. I got my recorder. Hey, is there anybody there? You know, yeah. or any of the sound." And that place, obviously, I would not want to go and do that in. But, you know, like this Devil's Tramping Ground or um, Freetown, where they hear, you know, the war cries and the, 
the Native American drumming and all that kind of stuff. Like, where is the the evidence of any of that? Yeah. How much of it is just legend versus, you know, legitimate paranormal activity? See, as much as Suicide Forest in Romania, like Suicide Forest, I can believe there's more, I don't know, it's a little more less legend as I would think if you got thousands of people disappearing in a mile, square mile, there's got to be a lot of urban legend popping out of these, you know, the belief structure overseas in the European countries are so strong, you know, they hold dear to these things. I don't think it's as strong. Well, Japan's the same way too. Well, there's only really one way for us to figure it out. Roger. We got to go to we, we have to we go to can't Romania. Take our road trip to Romania, but So we have to start a GoFundMe account. Exactly. So yeah. we can get enough money to go and investigate the Hayubaki forest. The Hayubaki oh, forest. Oh, yeah. It sounds Japanese, but this is the Romanian one. Maybe it's just the way I'm saying it. Well, you have a little Romanian in you. How's I it do. sound? Well, that's more like the Transylvania <laughs> side of Romania. Okay. <laughs> We're going with the movie cool. version. <laughs> I did a little research. Um, I mean, we covered a lot here today, but... Uh, I always listen to a lot of the talk shows and stuff, and this guy, David Pilates, came up. And he's written about three books right now. It's called Missing 411 in Western U.S., Missing 411 Eastern U.S., and Missing 411 North America and Beyond. And it's about it's about people disappearing. Um, this guy's done a lot of footwork into... Uh, these stories and trying to dig up records on how you know people are disappearing in our forest and he gets stonewalled all the time and his stories are just unheard of um he was a cop and he's a retired cop now and a lot of people approached him and said hey you know you're next come looking for people blah, 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 blah. and this is how he kind of got into his his second little field here and the stories that you guys have presented, um, I have not heard one of them <laughs> in any of his stories. And I've actually listened to audio of him and listened to, uh, well, obviously the internet too, with uh, people putting up stuff. But um, one of his uh, things is the people that disappear <clears throat> around here are very young. Um, we're talking like 10, 11, 12 they're disappearing in forests that Yosemite Park, all these different national parks, national parks. And they would go missing. A couple days later, they turn up two mountaintops later. Over on the other side. Completely, if you'd have to know the back roads and park rangers would have to know what's going on for people to get that far away in such a small amount of time. And there's no explanation that they could come with out of I don't know how many different stories he's come up with um, going through like you know who applied for uh, missing persons and stuff like that that it's all ended up like the time frame that they're gone and where they turn up almost all the victims are missing one shoe um, it's almost all the time if you're the last person in the line or the group so you're trailing along and the people that are with them, less than a minute, they turn around, they're gone. And that's some of the reports that come back to him. And when they fill out the report, I just turned around and he or she was like right there, a lot less than 30 seconds ago. Gone. No remains to be found sometimes. Nothing. And then days later, you'd have another case. Bam. Okay. Dead, naked, afraid sometimes. They have no idea how they got there. Loss of time. Oh, there's one. Loss of time. Um, there was a theory, of course. Bigfoot running around. But Bigfoot's not hurting anybody, though. No. And if that was the case... It scares the crap out of people in kitchens. Yeah. Yeah. If that was the case, the people who had already spotted him 100,000 times, they would have been, they would have been fried already. But uh, they're, they're all, he also found out in a lot of his studies here that um, the park rangers, they don't want to give up information on these people. And he tried to go to the police, even though he's an ex-cop, and he just really tried to dig in, and he's gotten stonewalled. Either the, the park rangers don't think it's important enough, um, 
or he's on like a wild goose chase and there he hits this wall but yet he keeps finding people that he can talk to but not getting the answers that he wants and a lot of it falls into what I would say <clears throat> is portals portals dimensions thin veils something opening and closing and making these people disappear randomly um I can't think of, yes, I can attest to, oh, two hikers went out, we were asleep, and I woke up, one was missing. All right, well, great. Um, how did one end up missing? You're there with the other person. You're obviously in the same tent if you're in these forests. How do you do that? I mean, how does somebody just disappear when they wake up? Okay, you're investigated. You know, Maybe you murdered someone or something crazy like that. But that doesn't account for almost you know, 75% of the cases where people just go, poof, a group of five, six people, they're hiking, they turn around, one's gone, where'd he go? They don't know, you know, days later they get found. So, <clears throat> this is going on everywhere with every forest. It, it's, I don't know if it's a, a natural occurrence, if we're having magnetic fields or whatever is happening um, I do think it has a lot to do with more natural earthbound things. I don't think it's a man-made thing as much as people would like to believe or murders, obviously outside of that, but suicides. So, I, you know, I think I'd be pretty scared shitless if I had to be out in a forest and I'm walking with two of my buddies and one of them just disappears out of the blue. Not every one of these stories that, you know, are approached are like that, so... Well, there's one way to figure it out. Make everyone that goes into the National Forest wear a... Um, GPS tracker? That or a, uh, you know, what do you call them? The cams that everybody wears now. Uh, GoPros? Yes. Mm -hmm. Strap a GoPro to everybody. Okay, how much money would that be? But if they go missing, then the GoPro will go missing. But they come back. Some oh, of them do come back. Mm -hmm. Okay. Loss of time. You'd probably see electromagnetic interference when the aliens pick them up. They disable the GoPro. There's only one way to test this theory. Send Jeff out into the woods with a GoPro? Yes. We need, okay. we need a GoFundMe account just... to get to Yosemite. Yeah. And Jeff has to be the last one in the line. Do you want to be the last one in the line? That sounds like ghost hunting. Do you really want to be the last one in line? I know a couple people in our group that don't want to be the last one in line. Mm -hmm. I just... um, <clears throat> They do have them. They give you uh, like GPS beepers, trackers. Um, sometimes those go missing. It, there's, it's just a phenomenon that is happening every day. These cases are more mind-boggling. 90,000 people a year go missing. Boop, see ya. Where'd you go? We don't know. So <clears throat> that was a little bit about him. But like I said, all these forests, you, you got some natural things happening. That's, that's the way you look at it. Maybe you can put supernatural in front of it. Because let's face it, we are a paranormal group on the side. So, basically, some shit's going down and we don't know what it is. Yep. Could Somewhere. be aliens, it could be Aquaman, it could be infrasound. Yep. I mean, it could be a Yeti. It could be, that's what happened to us. Yep. You just never know. And every time someone's gone missing, in, in these case, cases reported also, um, rainstorms. Rainstorms come in, rainstorms come in. It's always before something happens. Wait a minute, Jeff? We got what? What'd I do? Where's Rob? Uh, he was just here. I thought I heard him. He was just here. No, seriously, where did he go? Oh, shit. Maybe we gotta go. We gotta find him. We gotta go. Um, that's gonna conclude our podcast. So, catch us at Parababble Podcast at Gmail and stuff like that and Facebook and... Parababble at Twitter and iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, but we got to get out of here, man. And if you see Rob anywhere, I mean, if he shows up, like, you know, on your rooftop or in your front yard. Shit. Or somewhere, please let us know. We were just talking. I was just talking. He was just here. All not even 30 I seconds ago. Just glanced over at you. Oh, crap. What are All we right. going to tell his family? Oh, man. All right. Well, we'll catch you next time. Um, Me and Allison have a problem here, so. uh, We're out, man. Later. Later.